listening to the My Pet Podcast, the show for pet lovers of Australia and around the world. Proudly brought to you by Australia's trusted online pet supply store, Vet and Pet Direct. Hello and welcome to the My Pet Podcast. I'm Beck and I'm joined by Dr. Glenn. Hello. In this episode of My Pet Podcast, we're going to talk about feathers. Well, more importantly, sort of things that um, feathers... <laughs> makes feathers disappear. That's it, yeah. Mm. Makes them go away. So they can be normal or abnormal reasons or parasitic reasons, but we'll touch on all the reasons why your bird or your chook could be um, losing some feathers. Great. So just remember that this is general advice and it may or may not be suited to you and your pet. If you've got any troubles with your pet, please contact your veterinarian. So, Glenn, let's start with what does a normal healthy bird or chook look like that's... Covered in feathers. Their feathers should be nice and bright, colourful, glossy, shiny. Shiny, um, <laughs> dusty at the same time. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they, there's a normal cycle of feather growth. The feathers that your bird's got when you get it um, yep. aren't the same feathers that it leaves the world with, basically. There's yes. always a constant cycle of um, new feathers coming through, and, and a lot of time they come in waves. Um, so, you know, it might be a change in season, or it might be um, a molting pattern to do with their hormonal status as far as breeding and all that sort of thing goes. So, I mean, the feathers they've got now um, will turn over in most pet um, birds over like 12 to 18 months. They don't last much longer than that. Okay. Um, so there's always going to be some new feathers mm-hmm. coming through um, and some things that trigger molting cycles like uh, nutrient restriction in chickens. So by molting, we mean losing the feathers, Molting, losing feathers and, and new feathers growing back through yep. and, and normal feathers growing back through. And yep. that should be you know, a normal process. And when the immature feathers are growing through, they've got... Um, blood supply and they mm-hmm. come through as a little blood feather. Um, mm-hmm. So they've got a little artery and vein that runs up the middle of That's the feather. That's that middle part yep. that goes sort of hard, doesn't it? Yeah, so, yep. it's, so it's alive um, yep. and, and it's growing and it sort of um, comes out to its little sheath and yep. it unfolds and, and should end up as a normal feather. So yep. there's always going to be a, a cycle of those coming through. So um, if you're um, bird has got lots and lots and lots of new feathers um, coming through where it has had um, lots of feathers disappear in the last couple of weeks. That could be a normal cycle of, mm-hmm. of molting um, or sometimes it's a sign of an underlying issue. Yep. And it's mostly if they grow um, a new batch of normal feathers through and then they end up looking normal, yep. well, that's a good thing. Um, but when they're in the middle of that process, sometimes it's a bit hard to decide, yeah. okay, is this you know, an abnormal molt? Is there a disease process going on? Or are they just, you know, did they just lose plenty of feathers at once um, and all the new ones are coming back through? Because, I mean, they're not designed to, well, flighted birds aren't designed to lose all their feathers at once, at once or a substantial yep. amount of their feathers at once because they can't fly. Yep. Um, so they've got a, a turnover of, of you know, new feathers coming through and some mature feathers that are just sitting there and some older feathers uh, in the process of, of um, falling out and, and some new ones coming through. Because they can look pretty... Um Manky, for lack of a better word, yeah, during they, that molt period. They can, and it depends on the species and, and what's going on. I mean, you know, your, your backyard-laying chicken yeah. um, are notorious for having um, ugly molt cycles. Yeah. Like if you've got a layer that's a hybrid that is that sort of 18 months to two years old and they've been laying hard and they've laid 250 eggs in the last mm. you know, um, 11 months sort of, is their first um, first sort of cycle that they're going through. Um, a lot of people get really concerned because they, they start to look pretty ratty. They'll, yeah. they'll lose, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 percent of their feathers yeah. um, and the new feathers come through but they can look a bit ordinary and a bit, a bit a ratty in the meantime yeah and that's probably the most spectacular molting that we yeah. see in the bird world is um is laying chickens just because they're under such metabolic stress yep. um, essentially so um that that can be quite spectacular but they should um come back with a normal crop of feathers you know after that 
How long does it take for a feather to grow through? Do oh, you? it takes about two months from two months. from um, when it starts to break through to when it um, becomes like completely normal and all the blood vessels all settle down. Yep. Yeah, yep. Okay. I mean they can come through in a couple of weeks and and be quite functional, but yep. they're not finished their maturation stage for that yep. sort of time frame. Yeah. How often will a bird molt each year? It depends. I mean, each. as I said, like the feathers tend to last for that twelve to eighteen yep. months. So you know, each feather um, follicle itself is is going to go through that sort of cycle, mm. but it just depends on how many. It once um, do it at the same time that makes it more noticeable yep. yeah and yeah. so it's not always a seasonal reason it's or? not always a seasonal thing and, yep. and i mean birds are uh, artificially lit yeah um, so that can play um havoc with their yep. um you know what would be their normal you know potentially yearly cycles but yeah i mean most flighted birds um they don't tend to molt all at once because yeah yep. they couldn't fly otherwise yeah yep. well yep. that makes sense so molting is definitely part of that normal um, loss of feather situation. Yeah, it's a normal process, yep. but it's also the stage where if you've got um, feather deformity diseases or something going on with the, mm-hmm. um, the feather follicle, um, th- the new feathers coming through may be damaged or deformed um, and don't look normal as opposed to the older feathers that were already established and already there. Mm-hmm. Well, they look normal until they fall out. Yep. Um, so uh, unless they've got you know trauma or something damaging the, the feathers themselves, yep. um, you know, sometimes it only becomes obvious when you've got the new feathers coming through. Yep. Yep. So what's um, one of some of these abnormal reasons for feather loss, abnormal feather loss? So we're talking like um, not just your typical molt, um, something else going on like a vitamin deficiency or your parasites and things like that. Yep. There's other things that can contribute that so, aren't so, normal. Yeah, there's lots and lots of different troubles. I mean, the most probably spectacular and potentially you know, fatal um, mm-hmm. for birds problems is the um, cytosine beacon feather disease. Mm-hmm. So it's a, a viral disease um, that affects parrots essentially, yep. um, and it's a it's a really nasty disease where and it's beak and feather. So I mean, it certainly causes um, feather deformity, and again it. Um, affects the newly growing feathers. Is um, this what we see in wild bird yeah, popul- like lorikeets? A lot of people it's in the wild population. So I mean, yeah. lorikeets and soft crested cockatoos, and, yeah. and um, you know, corellas and, yep. and um, galahs and all your you know, yep. native parrots in Australia essentially yeah, um, can can be that, infected. Yeah. yeah so and it, it's a really nasty virus because it's um, I mean, spread from um, mother to young potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, it can have acute um, troubles where you know a, a juvenile baby bird is. It, Infected from its mother, and and it's pretty nasty, and they get diarrhea and ill thrift, and it actually yep. kills them, you know, in an illness sort of way. Um, but often it's a more insidious onset because they get infected with it, and it damages the new um, feathers that are coming through, and that tends to be you know the primary flight feathers because they mm-hmm. turn over a little bit uh, more frequently than the body feathers, and you'll see these um, you know runner. Uh, mm-hmm. lorikeets yep. so um, a lot of uh, lorikeets they're affected when they're juveniles and they should be growing normal flight feathers and they should mm-hmm. be you know leaving the nest um, as they sort of reach more maturity um, but they haven't got big tail feathers yep. and they haven't got big wing feathers um, and they just end up as runners um, yep. so they just sort of flutter down out of the nest attempting to fly and, and they're just sitting around on the ground and getting eaten by dogs and all that yep. sort of thing um, but they will never be normal um, mm-hmm. and there's no uh, treatment for the disease mm-hmm. and if it gets into your um, parrot flock um, you know at, at home yep. um, as in if you've got you know pet birds um, it's very difficult to get rid of and, and the virus itself you spread um, in the feather dust so the cells from the um, feather the follicles mm-hmm. and it can remain um, viable in the environment for years sometimes so like if it got into wow. a, an avery situation or something like that it can be um, pretty diabolical to try and get rid of and, and it can spread from 
um, you know, native birds to a bird that's in a you know, cage yeah. on the veranda or something that's yeah. got access to, to native birds. Only bird to bird? It can't be spread by rodents or other animals? No, I mean, spread by people. Yeah. Um, but, okay. I mean, it's, it's environmental spread, basically. Yeah. So, you know, there's little dust feathers. But, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, a person can spread it you yeah. know, from one cage to the next or, or yeah. you know, if you're handling birds somewhere and then going home and handling your own bird and having to wash your hands and that sort of thing, um, yeah. that sort of infection process is certainly possible. Um, so, yeah, it's really nasty. There's a couple of different... Um, uh, tests that you can do for it now if you're suspicious of troubles and that's a, um, a fairly rapid DNA test that some avian vets will have um, okay. in-house um, or you can send it off to the lab or there's some um, other more in, um, in-depth testing that you can do. Um, so, I mean, diagnostics, obviously, if you've got a, um, a flock situation um, and you've got someone that's looking like they might have yeah. some... Um, Beak and feather disease—it's a—it's a big problem, and and the beak side of things, it it adversely affects how their um how their beaks grow as well. So so, form, so yeah. they get um softness and and brittleness of the beak, yep. and sometimes the the um top and bottom beak they grow sort of past each other and they yep. align properly, and and yeah, it can cause you know, some major troubles yep. basically, and, and actually affects the hard palate in their mouth and, and other troubles. So it's not just a um lack lack of feather disease yep. like you see um the you know, People have old cockies, or yep. what looks like old cockies, but they may not be old yep. cockies. You know, they've got two feathers left, um, and they're existing pretty happily, um, yep. as happily they can be, and wearing mm-hmm. knitted skivvies and all, yep. sorts of, all sorts of stuff. Um, yep. But they've got a, a nasty underlying disease, which they are potentially spreading to, you know, other birds mm-hmm. in their in contact environment as yep. well. So it's um it's pretty nasty. Yeah. yeah. So it's definitely. Probably the worst um, thing to do with abnormal feather growth. Yeah, and, and, and because it's, I mean, it's not just the feathers, yeah. um, it, it's other troubles as well. Yep. Yeah. So it's one you get diagnosed by a vet? Um, yeah, yeah. To, like, I mean, we diagnose it on, on physical appearance mm-hmm. I mean, commonly, um, but there's, there are tests for it um, if, yep. you, if you need to you know, confirm that that's the infection yep. that's happening um, for, you know, for a flock situation, that sort of thing. But yeah, an avian vet will be able to help yep. you out with that. Um, what about vitamin A deficiencies or vitamin deficiencies can cause some feather troubles? Yeah, so birds that are fed um, the old school mm-hmm. cra- crappy lots of seed yep. diets, lots of millet seeds and lots of um, sunflower seeds, which so they love. So that's the first time you've heard that. We've actually did a podcast on feeding your bird because it's definitely – um, the opinions have changed on it yeah. in the last few years. Just because they like eating seeds and bucket yes. loads of them doesn't mean it's the best thing for them. That's yeah. right. So. Um, so if you've got a very, very high seed diet, mm-hmm. um, you're likely going to have a vitamin A deficiency happening mm-hmm. um, and that can affect um, normal growth of both the skin and and feathers, which are practically part of the skin. Yep. Um, so you can get yeah, feather deformity and skin deformities from um, from vitamin A toxicity. Yep. Um, and, yeah, it's pretty classic for the old seed mix dumped in there and, and the mm-hmm. um, cockatoo gets all the sunflower seeds because they're yeah. the tastiest ones and, and that's yeah. all they pick out sort of thing. Yeah. So it, it, it's a, a, another cause of troubles. Yeah. Parasites is definitely another one. Yeah, parasites um, both externally and internally. So, I mean, if you've got mites, if you've got lice, um, you know, making them itchy and, yep. and causing um, infection troubles on the outside of the body where the body um, is, you know, itchy and they self-traumatise. That's, yep. that's certainly one cause of feather loss and feather damage. Um, you can get little follicle mites that actually aren't visible on the outside, um, but they're actually affecting uh, on a microscopic level the, the actual hair follicles themselves. Um, and some of them can be itchy and some of them not, um, but they form uh, a disruption of the, the normal feather, basically. Yep. So you get deformed feathers and feathers that fall out early and that sort of thing, yep. um, but may or may not be actually itchy. Um, and, I mean, you can get bacterial and fungal infections of the the skin, which is where the follicles are, obviously. So, um, yeah, fungal infections can cause troubles and, yep. and sort of staph 
bacterial infections yeah, can yeah. cause troubles as well. Yeah. Yep. So then there's also birds are known for self-traumaing, aren't they? Self-trauma. They, they can, yeah, yeah, and it's a complicated um, subject because there's just lots and lots of different causes mm. it's because, you know, the, the symptom is, well, they're pulling their feathers out. Yes. Um, and some birds will go, you know, start feather pulling and then they'll start self-traumatising you know, yeah. their bodies and, and pulling skin off and chewing holes in themselves and all sorts of terrible things. Yeah, um, so yeah, so – but there's a number of, of different, you know, potential causes for as that. As to why they're pulling as, the feathers out. As to why out. they're pulling the feathers out um, and they um, can be a bit difficult to decide which ones the yep. cause of the problem. I mean, you know, a lot of the um, parrots, you know, small parrots and larger parrots, are, I mean, they're very sociable animals um, and they get very attached to their owners yep. um, and they, you know, used to um, or should be in a situation sort of thing and, and if they're you know a solo or, or a, yeah. a partnered bird um, depending on what their lifestyle is like I mean that can be a stressful environment yep. so certainly um, psychogenic feather pulling or yep. just basically um, depression and going a bit crazy um, yeah. can, can cause some troubles and, and then there's sort of variations on that theme where is it okay is it a you know a psychological disorder um, or is it just a displaced behaviour um, where they're trying to you know, entertain themselves and yep. that sort of things um, complicated by you know, is there any parasites and that sort of mm-hmm. thing? Are they more prone to bacterial infections or fungal infections because their immune system's compromised because of the stress that they're feeling? Yep. And that might not be because someone's sitting there yelling at them and putting them under yep. you know, stress, but their environment um, they're yeah. finding stressful and not, not coping with. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a hard one. And, and, you know, avian specialists see those sort of troubles all the time. Yep. But there's lots of um, birds in lots of people's houses out there that aren't necessarily that happy with their circumstances. Yeah, um, which, and, you know, birds you know, are made to fly for kilometres yeah, a day. Yeah, you, you know, it's a big change from what yes. um, is, is their um, physiological norm, yep. basically. So, I mean, environmental enrichment and, and, you know, as good a bigger three-dimensional cage as you can, as you can yeah. provide, all those things certainly, um, certainly help. We've got a lot of tips on um, the Help Centre and the blog about how to keep your bird happy effectively, like um, yeah. which it's definitely one of the most important things about keeping, about having a pet bird. It is. It's a big part of it. But, I mean, by the same token, like it's not the only cause as yep. well of that, that um, feather um, self-trauma. Self, yep. So Because sometimes the feathers are just falling out and sometimes they're getting pulled out. Um, yes. And if they're getting pulled out, yep, could be psychological troubles, could be the parasitic side of things. Yep. Um, I mean, some birds um, and cockatiels seem to be particularly um, prone to uh, abdominal feather plucking, so mm-hmm. down on their bellies. Um, and a lot of those birds seem to have um, coccidia infections um, yep. in, in their gut. So, so it's like a pain response. Is yeah, Well, it could be. Yep. Um, is it that uh, – yeah, is it – are they – Picking at their gut because they've got gut pain. Mm-hmm. Um, is it some sort of other physiological response? Yep. We, we don't really know. It's just guesswork pretty much. Yep. Um, but a lot of them seem to have, yeah, if you do a fecal um, mm-hmm. smear on them and, and detect giardia and treat the giardia, well, the symptom goes away. Yep. Um, so it was you know, cause and effect um, yep. to some extent. But what the actual mechanism is a little bit hard to say. Yep. Um, Quite a few birds um, we see that get uh, like lipomas or fatty lumps mm-hmm. underneath the skin, um, and um, galahs and uh, cocktails seem to be a little bit prone to that. Yep. Budgie sometimes. Um, so if you've got you know, a lump or a mass um, or something painful underneath the skin, you can get you know, trauma yep. o- over the top of that, and that starts as you know, feather pulling initially, and then sometimes they can start doing you know, trauma to the skin and that yep. sort of things as well. So that um, 
obviously becomes a problem. Yep. Yeah. Um, allergies? Allergies exist? Yeah, we. Well, jury's still out. Like some people are really <laughs> convinced that allergies definitely work and, and you load them up with cortisone or antihistamines yep. and, and the symptoms seem to abate. Um, if you're taking histological samples, uh-huh. so like actually taking samples of the skin like scrapings, and yep. all scrapings, but but like biopsy samples yep. and sending off to the lab and, and microscopic looking like, okay, is there an inflammatory, is there an allergic style response there? Uh-huh. That seems to be like less um, scientifically provable sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah look, it's a hard one. And, and is it, you know, part of this um, stress immune system uh-huh. syndrome? Um, yep. Are they actually allergic or um, are they, you know, self traumatizing because of stress that's affecting their immune? system in other ways yeah. so yeah it's a little bit hard but but we certainly you know the theory was 20 years ago um, um allergic uh, problems were a major component of feather trauma in some birds mm-hmm. a little bit less convinced now yeah yep. yeah so i think that sort of covers all the reasons why your um, bird could be losing their feathers or yeah, the, the, the most common yeah. ones. And I mean, obviously, I mean, some um, like cage situations. I mean, I've seen some birds that, you know, in relatively small cages, yep. like they'll just end up with feather trauma just from, you know, flapping their flapping. wings close to, you know, objects and that sort of yep. thing. So you know, there's also just straightforward mechanical trauma what to about things. Pecking out each other's feathers. Yeah, if, there's, if they're in a you know, confined environment and there's, yeah. there's multiple birds involved, that could be a, you know, possibility. And, and the, um, you know, classic rooster and a couple of hens yeah. sort of things and, and, and yeah, hens can be they're just feathered dinosaurs really <laughs> <laughs> they can, can get pretty nasty to yeah. um, each other and other things and, and yeah someone's getting picked on and, and you can have you know plenty of feather disruption yeah. and a bit of bloodshed sometimes from, yeah. from those sort of um, hen pecking situations yeah. yeah yeah so basically just I guess to summarise is that your bird chook could be losing their feathers because of um, a natural process such as molting or it could be from an abnormal reason for like a vitamin A deficiency or more significantly the beacon um, feather disease. Yeah. Um, in parasites. Par- in, in parasites only. Yep. Yeah, parasites. Yep. parasites, of course, are always a reason for them to lose their feathers. Yep. And then other things like caused by the self-trauma and self-mutilation yep. of pulling them out. And- yeah, in, in, environmental um, yep. issues basically so yeah it's just it's there's not one simple cause and there's not one mm. simple fix so i mean again the the end result would always be you know um address it with your, yep. your vet of choice yep. who's got a bit of interest in birds i mean whether yep. it's an avian specialist or someone that deals with birds all the time them, um yeah. and um and get a diagnosis initially and then you can do something about it because if you're just throwing treatments at them you can throw treatments at them um, all, all day and it may or may not work basically because yeah. you don't know what the cause of the trouble is yeah, yeah so you need to really go and rule out anything medical i guess yeah. and then go from there yep absolutely and try and sort it out yep all right so that is bird feathers thank you thanks guys bye